Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast for the recently deceased. I'm Nate Roberts. And I am Rodney Godek. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing well. I am glad to be back. Um, it's been yes. a long break, uh, which, you know, the viewers might not uh, get since we've been updating about once a week. Yeah. It's like there's an echo in here. I know what you mean. Uh, it, the funny thing is, like, I, there's a lot of things that I've got going on in my personal life as far as a newborn, uh, nine-month-old, in all fairness, and a new job, which is a legitimate thing, that are, like, just taking time away after work. Uh, we obviously have real jobs, and we do not earn money this way. We don't even have a Patreon yet <laughs> yes. uh, to help facilitate us wanting to do this more. We care about what we're doing, and it just takes us a little bit more – uh, get up and go to actually produce the content which exists we just have not and by we i mean me have not edited and i'm kind of uh, wanting to do the editing because i'm a selfish bastard so my apologies it will be coming very 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 soon it is coming in fact after tonight we'll have 12 episodes in the can i think we're up to episode four or five yes um, yeah four has been out yeah because four our YouTube, last one yeah. yes at this time of recording the last thing that we've released was uh there's something wrong with the children Yes. Um, and I know they say, content. don't date your content, man. Don't talk about current events and what you're talking on the stream. But who cares? Yeah. Also, um, you know, we I think we've said in every single episode how shitty uh, horror has been in 2023 so far. I think that's playing to our advantage a little bit. In that yeah, because no, we... wa no one's watching the movies. <laughs> no one's watching anyone talk about the shit movies. So it's like people will look back and be like, oh, I guess people talk about it. Last year, um, there were so many movies, we missed some and had to catch up. Yes. Uh, this... The only thing I suppose that we could be like, okay, it's like that I feel bad about is like we could be the lighthouse saying, avoid this coast, avoid this coast. And we're not warning people. But, you know, people are watching it and people that care about watching the movies are going to see it. And then they'll watch us talk about it if they kind of want to hear some genuine and honest feedback and fan uh, takes on the movies that are coming out. Uh, we have no affiliation. Yes, no right. one is in our pockets. We are not uh, here. Our hands aren't in their pockets. Something we're, like we're that. We're not here to please the Hollywood machine. No, if anything, uh, we are here to kick their dicks in. That's right. That's right. And uh, coming right back, episode nine, um, it's a Hollywood movie. Six, Scream 6. Um, directed by Matt Bedellini... Bettinelli, open. Bettinelli. Uh, Bettinelli. 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 Oh. Uh, Tyler Gillette, uh, written by James Vanderbilt, uh, Guy Busick, Busick, and uh, Kevin Williamson, although I think he's only getting the story credit there uh, for it being based on You his... mean the acclaimed co-writer <laughs> of Sick? <laughs> that I Kevin mean, Williamson? Yeah, these, the Kevin Williamson, um, who wrote Scream 1, and Who are the ad sick. wizards that wrote Scream? Uh, yeah, so. Starring. Uh, so clearly. Yeah, go ahead. Starring. Starring uh, Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, and Courtney Cox got billing over both of them, but whatever. <laughs> well, uh, notably, uh, this uh, iteration of the Scream franchise is without the beloved Nev Campbell. Yes. Uh, mostly, I believe, Nate, over uh, money concerns. Uh, money concerns. Um, I like to pretend in my in my brain where things are as they okay. should be that that mm -hmm. um, the writers uh, decided not to lean on the old characters anymore but they don't have to 
Um, uh, I think that that's fair, but I think that she probably said, no, I want this much. And they're like, eh, we kind of don't care. So yeah. you can just yeah. pass sit this one out. As, as much as I actually enjoy this movie, I also could have just done without Courtney Cox. Like there, there was no reason for Gal Weathers to be um, in this movie besides. Uh, unless you <laughs> wanted to see what someone whose face has been hacked and slashed looks like uh, live and walking. Not looking too good for Gail and Kirby. Then, right. then yeah, you want to watch it because that's what she looks like. Uh, she's, you know, she's like, hey, Meg Raggins on this movie. We need someone else that looks like pl- complete garbage. So let's put her in. But she's already been in this, so it's it's not like they to pull any weird uh, strings to get her to do that. So uh, that's not fair. But again, obviously, <laughs> some people just fight age, dude. You know, yeah. they don't just accept it. Just accept it. Okay. True. Um, yeah. There. Uh, we, just a quick mention of the Hayden oh. Panettiere uh, cam. Kirby. Or, yeah, not even a cameo. She was definitely in a good portion of the movie. Yes. Um, Kirby Reed. Um, Loved Scream 4 uh, for any mm-hmm. of those people who make their Scream list and put 4 on the bottom. Um, probably give it another watch. Um, maybe you just watched it when you were young and thought it was just a garbage Scream sequel. Uh, I think it might have been near the bottom of my list, and I definitely watched it like just last year. So. Yeah. yeah, you're just wrong then. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Now, before we even get into our reviews, my favorite, my favorite, favorite part of uh, Scream Six, Samara Weaving is the Drew uh, Bar- is yeah. the Drew Barrymore of Scream mm-hmm. Six. Uh, thank you, uh, Miss Weaving, for gracing this movie with your uh, cameo. Yeah, what a great way to uh, to enter into the movie, and then everything else that came with it. It was a great addition, uh, and definitely pulled in uh, my attention uh, right away. Instead of like just some random, you know, young up and comer, she's established, and that's what made. Although Drew I guess, was technically a... no, no, she's not even an up and comer because she was in goddamn ET and Firestarter, so she was already a Hollywood person. You know, yeah. it's oh, not yeah. like she was new. It's just it was that she was established, and you would never would have expected. Now, you took Samara, who's established indie horror, uh, and you do expect it. So, what can they do that makes it more unique? And I think that they nailed it in this one. Uh, so do you want to just jump in? Do you want to do our taglines and, uh, we'll start getting into it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, uh, Scream 6 was a, uh, fun... Do the tagline. Do the tag. Just stop. Do, do the tagline. Do the tagline. Where yeah, is the Yeah, the IMDb tag... tagline. Oh, there it is. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's been so long. Silly. It's Silly, been so long. Nate. Oh, in... I hear it all the time. In the next installment, the survivors of the ghost-paced killings leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ghostface takes Manhattan. Yeah. All right. I mean, All right. yeah, I'll take it. It's uh, short and sweet, and it doesn't give anything away. So good job. Yeah, that's, it's completely fine. It's, it's just yep. there. That's all it needs to be. Not a distraction. Good job. Nailed yep. it. Yeah, got it. Okay. You got to stop saying nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Scream 6. Um, very fun. Uh, very fun movie. Uh, all the kills are good. The suspense is good. A few jump scares that actually delivered um it's uh doesn't really break any new ground it's very much your standard scream fair um you know they they're talking about new york city we changed the location well you didn't change 
anything else about the, the franchise <laughs> <laughs> except for that Nev Campbell wasn't in it, but that was also not under your control. So, um, yeah, uh, just a just a great movie. Um, highlights: um, Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega as the final girl combo. Uh, also, sisters. Um, I don't want to give anything away by talking about other survivors or potential survivors. Um, they crush it. They both crush it in this movie. They're both excellent. Um, I don't know if you're watching Wednesday, but that show is fucking terrible. And I love Jenna Ortega. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, please separate her from, from Wednesday um, if you can. Hmm. Um Scream 6 gets a 7 out of 10. Whoa, a big old 7. Very nice. Nicely done, Nate. Uh, so uh, let me add to that in, in my way. Uh, so I think that Scream 6, uh, to your point, doesn't do anything new, really. Uh, there's some nuances that are unique. The intro, a unique take. Uh, the shotgun existence and the way that it happens, unique new exciting they are flipping the script and doing some things that are unique but they're aware obviously as a meta horror slash comedy that it is that they're aware that that's what's to be expected so um it's done in such a way where they they rely on tropes in a way that's very comical um and they kind of have this not give a fuck attitude about a lot of the decision making as far as the script goes and the passing of events there's a litany of um, plot armor for no real reason uh, aside of like, you know, trying to, to hold on to this idea of the core four, right. uh, which we'll talk about. Um, so there's absurdity in all of that. There's absurdity in being able to finger who is the culprit pretty early on or have a really good suspicion, but then question how things are happening, but then like put it together and be like, okay, why though? But, all of that, I think, to me, just feeds into what you would expect from this franchise. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's not meant to be a serious whodunit caper. It's just meant to be have fun in this world. You know the killer. You know the the, the characters. It's going to have gore. It's going to have thrills. It's going to have some scares. Uh, and it's going to have pretty decent acting, which it does with the cast that's involved. And so just enjoy yourselves. Eat your popcorn and go along for the ride. So I have no, I don't think talking about this film critically is really that important because it, it doesn't care. This is just a, this is a B movie type thing. It's not breaking new ground. It's just doing what's been done a million times before. And you might say, well, isn't that what fast and furious is doing? And we fucking hate it because there's a 10 and they're in space. Now what's going on. They used to just be stealing DVDs or whatever. Uh, and I get that, but this is more fun than gross Vin Diesel action with cars. Like, I guess this is, if you like horror instead of cars, then this is your thing. And I guess I shouldn't, you know, knock cars, but they're stupid. So it's, but again, they're in the same universe. Cars was a really great movie. Pay attention. Oh, yeah. Lightning McQueen. I'm all on board. Um, but you can't take it as a true cinema. Like it's, it's kind of like just, it's, it's the, it's not even guilty pleasure. It's just, it's just there. And just enjoy it, or not, and just don't enjoy it. But if you're in the know, you probably should have really enjoyed this because they did everything they're supposed to do right. So, 
I landed at a, I landed at a six out of 10. I feel comfortable with that seven, but I think because it's really in the end, not a good film or very good film. It's just a good film. Right. So it's a six for me. Okay. All right. So let's talk about spoilers now because I've got some stuff to say. (laughs) <laughs> all right do you want to do you want to do chronological order or you just want to jump around because i mean I'm, i want to talk about the opening but you can whatever yeah, you're most excited just about, remember to get, just remember to get back to the opening because we we already okay, brought up we, we never are, do that we already brought we, we, we already brought up sick um oh my god kevin williamson could you not make the fucking reveal the same as your last movie are you kidding me? Like I know, oh, yeah, it's yeah. a it's a family revenging the death of a of the of the kid. Let's do it in scream. It's the same fucking story. <laughs> I think I saw I think I saw a cameo in the background. He was walking the streets talking about how he loved Ozark, but he's in these shit movies now. <laughs> I'm just like, oh man, when that's the, a great like, point because yeah, it's like because it doesn't make sense. Like yeah. the, you're figuring out who done it. It's like there doesn't. There's no connection to anyone unless you bring up random people. Yeah. And they dangle that, and that's kind of like a fucked up thing. I feel like whoever made the poster with the uh, the uh, the Metro tracks, and they had Stu Mocker uh, written as a stop, but they put like an X through it or something like that. And so everyone's like, oh, Stu's going to be in it. Stu's alive. Stu's alive. Uh, I hate to break it to you. Yeah. Did you watch Scream? <laughs> he, he died. Yeah. <laughs> like... there's, there's a television and other things. Yeah. And, yeah like – it, he didn't just like get stabbed in the stomach and fall down, and we didn't see him again for the rest of the movie. Sure. However, did you see two uh, two of the core four completely get obliterated with gun or knife or knife, uh, and then oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I you so know, that was that was you know definitely so a the fact silly. that Stu could be alive is very well a, a plausible uh, theory, and but to your point. Um, Yes, the the idea of the plot and who's doing what, it's like it didn't make sense for it to be anyone, uh, except a revenge type thing of somehow yeah. someone's connected and it, and that's what it ended up turning to be and it was disappointing. And the other thing about it is, what's his fucking name? Uh, I, I'm sorry because I always confuse him with the other guy that looks somewhat right, similar. It's Dermot uh, Mulroney. Mulroney. <laughs> Dermot Mulroney, and the other one is Dylan McDermott. <laughs> Dylan McDermott. Right. Uh, <laughs> who did that skit? Was that a Conan skit? There might remember. as well be the same guy. I know. Uh, they hear it all the time. It's not even worth even mentioning. But Dermot Mulroney is—he's just—I don't know if he was intentionally trying to be like just not good, uh, but his delivery <laughs> and all of his action—it was very not good. <laughs> and I don't know if in the script it's like okay. You could just shoot this person, but you're instead going to run toward them (laughs) so that they could stab you. Uh, Okay. Uh, I don't think my character would do this. Shut up. Shut up and get back in there. Well, and everything about the plot where, like, you have to have these, like, the fact that he's a detective and he's in New York, which just so happens to be where they're at, and he's gained the ranks where he can, like, put people in positions and pull people from other positions yeah. to navigate oh, yeah, the okay. inter-office workings right. of the MIPD to make it work out just right. So and afford afford two kids going to college. Afford paying for all this fan uh, art and uh, – or the, the actual the shrine? Um, the murder shrine. weapons. They could, they could do all this planning just to have their revenge and then ruin it. And then, and then not – right, and then fail. They're so close. So uh. close. Up. There were there. 
yeah so like i'll take the the revenge the family revenge story but you sure. can't tell me that they coincidentally moved to a place where the father happened to work yeah it's, it's <laughs> too many yeah too many stars are yeah. aligning bro it's like yeah and but that's what's you know but you can laugh about it because like yeah of course it's ridiculous and so you you can't you just let it go like because yes it's dumb it's you still love it it's you still love it yeah giant. I love it. I referred to Scream Six. Someone was complaining about it uh, the other day. I was like, I was like, I was like, stop, just stop. Scream Six is pizza. You know, you 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 hear that joke about you know pizza, pizza, yeah, pizza being equated to sex. Like even bad pizza is good. So I I do the same thing with the Scream movies. Scream is pizza, man. Like even a bad one's fine. It's just it's just fine. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Like three, I hate Scream Three, but you know, it's still I'll still watch it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn it off. (laughs) I'm still gonna laugh at some of the dialogue yeah. or the actions or the things that you hear going on. It's still a lot of fun. Um, so you know, other things, Nate. Uh, so yeah, the plot ridiculous. Uh, yeah. The intro. I do want to just comment. The intro I sure. thought was fantastic. Um, I think the idea that she was uh, a film professor. That the way that they did the review, because you know what's gonna happen. It's actually right. Ghostface, and they're gonna lure her into an alley. Yep, that's what happens. And then whenever they do the kill, and then he crouches down, I knew immediately, and you probably did too, as soon as they crouch down, like, they're going to reveal who it is right now. And this is going to be the unique twist. This is the Shyamalan of this scream. Uh, and they did. And then they pay it off in this most interesting way where it's like, actually, they're these dumb fucks that were planning on doing something. They're the they're the red herring. They're the – or the they're the scapegoat for the ultimate back uh, puppeteer plan, right? Um, and they just pulled the trigger too quickly to um to get the plan rolling right and then they get their comeuppance right away from the actual puppeteers of this whole plan and i really enjoyed the way that they did it because you're really kind of confused and it kind of throws you off uh, a normal footing that you have in with the franchise where things happen like kill now move on to the story and then you find out why they're important they get to like who it is right away and i thought that was a lot of fun yeah, I really, I really loved that that opening. I also really loved the uh, convenience store scene, which I know uh, gets talked about a lot because of the shotgun and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that entire sequence was shot really well. Um, mm-hmm. Everything in it was with the. I mean, the suspense in that scene was like real compared to sure. like other like suspense later when you're like the the ladder come over the thing to the other building. You're like you're like okay, this is not like you're just like yeah, it's a bit over the top. But... It's the only moment that really starts to get into the potential collateral damage of the environment that they're in, and I don't think they did enough of it. It was the only instance where you saw bystanders be impacted by the actions of the people in in a brutal way where i think that they killed at least one or two uh of the store clerk and the one random guy that tried stopping them yeah uh but they they and that's silly because they could have probably done that a lot more whether it's in the subway you know doing shit or in central park or at these giant high-rise apartments like there should be more people around for collateral damage to occur where they'd have to kill innocents or people that are not involved in the story it's like they started it and then it is like ignored it which i thought was a, a missed opportunity it could have let for a higher kill count with more insane action and it's what probably weakened the action that did occur like in the subway like okay i get everyone's in masks which again another fun sidebar uh this is like halloween, halloween. uh kills uh where it's like everyone's in costume it's like hey guys okay real reality here no one fucking does this every costume is supposed to be slutty nurse slutty whatever and dudes are just some dumb meme, okay? No one dresses like as traditional costumes. No one's, uh, you know, a skeleton, a witch, a cow. Like, 
with great detail. This doesn't really happen. So, but the fact that they like didn't really do much of the kills on the train, like they just did it secretly in the back of the train. Eh, okay. Yeah. It could have been more fun with involving some of them and trying to stop them, you know? Yeah. But I, I also felt the, the missed opportunity of you, you're using New York City and you use no locations besides, sure. besides Subway. Um, yeah. Well, there was a little bit of Central Park, right? I, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, been, but it very yeah. well could have been any park that they and, were yeah, in. Yeah, it could have been any park. There's there's yeah. a few of them. I don't know. Right. It just a lot of missed opportunities. Um, which which once again, it's it's a campy A list mm -hmm. B movie. Like it's a B yeah. movie with a Hollywood budget. Um, so it doesn't look like a B movie. It doesn't feel like a B movie, but it's still campy slasher fun. Um, so yeah, did it have to, did it have to hit all these things we're saying it missed? Not really. Um, would it have been right, better? Yeah. Would it have been better? Probably, but like yeah. how much better does, I, it, I don't does think it need to be? How much better does it have to be and how much exactly. better can it really be? Cause it's, it's just dumb. There's no, there's nothing that new that they're going to be able to do. I don't think that they can reinvent it. You know, people have always like since the, uh, reboot, which I guess they, you know, they do the, uh, fucking what's his name's, uh, cousin or daughter-in-law whoever the hell she is she's like the new um what's his name that explains the movies and, the, and everything i can't remember his character's name from scream and scream 2 he describes the oh, tropes yeah, before yeah, yeah. whatever his character's name is try to think of it um their relative randy? So, randy yes randy's meeks right uh so the new meeks she's describing it and in this one it was weak it was a weaker point in the moment of a movie like in most of these this is like the fun part of the movie where they're talking all the cool tropey stuff and it all makes sense this is the one where I was like, mm, you guys are kind of reaching. You're saying this is now franchise territory. I was like, hey, you motherfuckers, it's been franchised for a fucking couple movies by now. Right. This is you've been in franchise territory. You can't do like this different thing with yeah. franchise. So whatever. But, you know, you, you let that pass. Um, but, yes, it can't do anything more than it's already done. And what I was getting is some people have been like, oh, they need to do a scream where they take an A24 tilt, you know, and it's like okay there's something to that idea where yeah. you do art house scream and maybe that could be cool i don't know uh probably not because it would be i'd watch it of course, i'd watch but... it i don't i don't know how much how good it would be but I it's mean... like this isn't this isn't earnest movies you know this isn't earnest scares to be earnest goes to camp uh earnest you know does whatever earnest ghost... isn't a horror movie yeah ghost ghost face goes to the allegory <laughs> <laughs> like, so you can't really just insert a different kind of genre into the franchise and make that work. It's it's just its own thing. So, uh, the, you know, I will say the one kind of uh, exciting kill, you mentioned the ladder scene. I thought the way the ladder scene ended was pretty exciting. It was very reminiscent of the intro to Halloween Ends, where the snapping up the head hitting the dumpster and violently flying the way it did. I was like, oh, they didn't need to do that. I was expecting it to just, you know, yeah. human go flat. And they kind of hit the the rim, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And it was a little brutal. I was like, "Uh, ouch, ouchies!" It's gonna leave a mark. She's yeah. not gonna be in Scream Eight or Seven. <laughs> seven. You remember that from uh, shit uh, from Rush Hour? You watched Rush Hour, right? Yeah. Tell me you've seen Rush Hour. Rush Hour Rush Two. Hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a bloopers outtake that I kept watching on Rush Hour Two. I don't remember if it was at the credits during uh, the TBS showings of it, but uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan are like in the the rooftop and like someone falls out the window or like does whatever and gets blown up 
and uh, the camera keeps rolling and they're just reacting to the the stuff that they see off screen. And Chris Tucker's like, you know, she ain't going to be in rush hour three. <laughs> and Jackie Chan's like, he like loses it, you know, because it's not part of the movie. Yeah. Um, but it's hilarious. Yeah. I always enjoy that. I think about it all the time. Yeah. I think those rush hour um, outtakes were definitely better than the movie. <sighs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah. So what else is there left to say, man? Uh, yeah, um, there, there isn't much left to say besides, um, you know, uh, please kill the other two in Scream 7. Uh, don't. Uh, the, oh, you mean the core four? <laughs> yeah. Randy and, uh, and, the, and yeah. the Randy's uh, so whoever <laughs> and, the, and her guy. Uh, <laughs> shit, I'm, I apologize to everyone that's listening. Uh, so, yeah, Mindy Meeks. And uh, uh, and Chad Meeks and Chad Meeks Martin, yeah, Mindy Meeks Martin, yeah. Chad Meeks Martin. Oh, they're real life uh, twins. Uh, no, I don't no. think so. Brother and sister, no. the, husband and wife. Th- th- that's the character names. Oh, though. Oh, right, they're twins in the show. Okay, got it. Okay. IMDb, you're so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why wouldn't their names be bolded? I don't get. You know. Anyway. Um. Yeah, yeah. Like the core four. It, like it would. This was stupid. The plot armor, the them is, being the stabbed four, yeah. with it. The Again, core four it's, is very it's dumb. like the whole Stranger Things thing. Like, there's got to be stakes. Just kill someone. You have to kill people. That's yeah. part of it. You killed. You killed fucking Dewey, and then you don't kill anyone in this one, except for the one random girl who's a girlfriend you she didn't even really care about. Yeah, you didn't really kill anyone. You didn't kill anyone. You didn't kill Kirby, Courtney, or the core four. Yeah, that was so... all the scream recap. Like. Yeah. Legacy characters, not a single one of them died. Yeah. Um, so, you know. So better step it up for Scream 7. Um, yeah. In Scream 7, you're going to find out one of them is actually a Skywalker. And so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lightsaber. Just ghost face. Just make sure uh, Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, survive Scream 7. They kill the bad guy. I don't care who else dies. Kill them all. Literally yeah. kill them all. Have them be the well, only it's weird, two now... who walk out of the building. End the franchise. Seven movies. Right, it's just weird. Like, what are they going to do? Because you can't be in New York because it doesn't really make sense. You're just in New York, and now you should be leaving it because of this. Or maybe you stick around, but then you don't have the ca- the the cachet of New York and it being different. So you can't do Woodsboro because you've already done Woodsboro to death. It's, you've done it for six, six movies already yeah. uh, or five movies. And so what do you do? Like – I don't know. They're going to do something. It's it's being – they're writing fervishly right now as we speak. Absolutely. All right. I, I, whenever I say this, I mean AI is writing it for us. <laughs> ChatGPT <laughs> and Kevin Williamson together are really like I, – I really think they should be related to the to the, to the the killers somehow. Um, Scream 6, I gave it a 7. I had a 6 for Scream 6. And for the podcast for the recently deceased, I'm Nate Roberts. And I'm Ronnie Godek. Take care. And we'll see you next time.